Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jackson Young. I'm your host of the Unlimited NFL podcast. Uh, I'm here with my uh, co-host, Owen, today. Uh, Owen, how is uh, week 16 for you? Oh, it was interesting. Uh, There's some highly anticipated matchups that one of the, some of them lived up to it, like the Dolphins-Cowboys game. Some of them did not, like the uh, Niner, uh, Ravens-Niners game. We'll get to both of those in our recap here in a bit. But overall, it was a good week, and looking forward to week 17, two weeks left to go in the regular season here. Yeah, I thought it was a good week, too, and it felt like last week specifically – there was football on every day of the week. It felt yes, like. there was a game Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So Monday, yeah, well spread out. Yeah, and uh, I felt like I felt like it was kind of a letdown to be honest. Like there, like I guess the Dolphins and Cowboys, which we'll get to here in a minute, was a good game. But mm-hmm. other than that, like in terms of the marquee games, there wasn't many good games. There was many not, games. So not many. No. Um, yeah, like honestly, like the most, the closest, most entertaining game might have been the Packers Panthers game, which uh, says a lot. Uh, <laughs> so uh, overall, you know, kind of a disappointing week in terms of quality. So we'll see if week 17 can improve off of that. Yes, we shall. All right, we're going uh, to roll right off. Yeah, oh, go. sorry. You go ahead. You're no, good. Go ahead. All right, starting off. So we have a couple headlines here. One of them regarding the MVP, but I want to talk about something real quick. What are your thoughts on Russell Wilson getting benched by the Broncos with uh, two games left to go in their season while they're still mathematically alive to make the playoffs? Okay. So they played, uh, who did they play last week? They played, they played uh, the Patriots on Christmas. Oh, right. Yeah. So if I remember correctly, it's not like he played terribly that game, right? Like he didn't play absolutely garbage. So did I that- gotta be honest. I did not watch the game. I was out with my family, and I I, I didn't want to watch the Patriots. I'm gonna bring uh, up the from like what I saw. Like he played, you know, average. You know, he led them. They were down big. He led a comeback. They tied the game, and then the Broncos defense allowed Bailey Zappi to drive down the field, uh-huh. and the Patriots to kick a game-winning field goal, and that dropped the Denver to seven and eight, and like you know, dampens their playoff chances. But their last two games are against the Chargers at home. And the Raiders on the road, like those were two very winnable games with yeah. their playoff chances still alive. And they, they bench Russell Wilson and they're going to move on from him after the year. He will be released by the Broncos. And I just, wow, I got to tell you, like, I think that's pretty disrespectful of the Broncos to do. Um, Russell Wilson, I don't think is a great quarterback anymore, but like he's not as good as he was with the Seahawks, but I still think he's a quality starter. He's a- and he was playing. He was playing respectable football this year. Uh-huh. And I feel like Sean Payton is just looking for someone to kind of like scapegoat, even though like Denver kind of met their expectation. I mean, what were people really expecting out of the Broncos this year? I think they overachieved based on how they started. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, one in five, they, they win, they win six out of their last nine games. Yeah. And they mentioned their quarterback. Now Russell Wilson will, unless he retires, He'll be on a new team next year. Um, you know what team I think he should go to? What team? Falcons. That would make a lot of sense uh, because the Falcons have some good weapons. They have Bijan Robinson, Drake mm-hmm. London, Kyle Pitts, who all been underutilized by terrible quarterback play this year, whether it's Desmond Ritter. I mean, Taylor Heineke actually played pretty well last week against the Colts. Uh, they should have started him this year. 
Um, but those weapons have been underutilized by bad quarterback play over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson is not, like I said, I don't think he's not elite, but he's he's a clear upgrade from what they currently have. I think he would going to the Steelers would make sense, mm-hmm. uh, possibly. Um, Falcons, Steelers, uh, maybe the to... Raiders, maybe, maybe unless because I don't think I don't think the Broncos will trade him to a division mm-hmm. rival, but they'll probably release him and he could sign there. That's a possibility because I, I it's tough to see the Raiders who big big win on some big win on Monday. We'll get to it a bit. It's hard to it's hard to see them rolling with Aiden O'Connell Aiden next Paul, year. Yeah. I don't think he's done enough. They're not, obviously not going to start Jimmy Garoppolo next year. That could be possible. You know, the Raiders would be someone I'd be, I'd look out for. But overall, I mean, the Russell Wilson era in Denver, like it's hard to look at anything other than a disappointment. I mean, obviously last year was a disaster. This year was a little better. Um, but you know, it's being ended with two weeks left to go. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't. I don't really agree with this decision by the Broncos, um, and I just think it's kind of a slap in the face to Russell Wilson. I would agree. I'm on the same page there. Like they're going to start Jarrett Stidham, I think. Yeah, I mean, like Jarrett Stidham. I I have a tough time seeing Jarrett Stidham giving you a better chance to win. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it's it kind of feels like they're kind of waving the white flag in this season, which I like the Broncos. Chances to make the playoffs are, are low. It's at like five percent, but like they're that's higher than zero. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I I think it's just kind of disrespectful, and I'm not sure if the grass is always greener. Yep, yep, I agree. Um, another headline is a hotly discussed topic. Excuse me. You're good. A hotly discussed topic uh, these past couple days have been has been the MVP. Because this season's been weird. There's been no quarterback that's had an outstanding season. Every quarterback that's been the front runner for MVP at some point has kind of played themselves out of it. Jalen Hurts kind of has. Dak Prescott kind of has. Brock Purdy is the late latest one, throwing four interceptions on Monday night against the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is the new favorite among quarterbacks, but the, the arguments against Lamar are pretty obvious. He only has 19 passing touchdowns. He his numbers just aren't that spectacular. Um, Jack, I'll kind of let you tackle this. Like, who do you think should win the MVP? Does a quarterback deserve MVP this year, or should it go to a skill player? Well, I think that's a good point you bring up. I think that this is the one year that you don't have that clear front runner, you don't have that clear quarterback who's just way ahead of everyone else, or or group of quarterbacks that are uh, clearly playing at the at an MVP caliber consistent consistently throughout the season you know we've had moments of Dak Prescott being an MVP caliber Lamar Brock Purdy uh Tua uh even at times Herbert like early in the season um yeah very early uh so like you don't you don't have that clear MVP guy so I think you have to go back to the guys that have been that have been in it from the start that aren't necessarily quarterbacks like McCaffrey uh Tyreek Hill still um Maybe even like uh, at times, Miles Garrett, um, TJ Watt, you know, Max Crosby right now is playing amazing. Um, the the DN for uh, the Raiders. Yeah. Um, who have quietly become a great defense the second half of the season. Um, yeah, they're like first in defense since they fired Josh McDaniels. They're somehow first in defensive EPA per play, which is insane. Yeah. 
So like you have you have that little group there of like non quarterbacks that are playing well. It's just going to take some some guts from the voters to say, okay, we're going to vote on a non quarterback because, I mean, right now I'd say I would say Lamar is the front runner, um, just because of the way he just played. Like I mean, imagine how many people were watching that game and and they just saw how he played. You know, yeah, they're going to be sold on that. You know, playing the 49ers defense and, and all the the uh circumstances there so i would say it's lamar but it's very very close i would say the next guy is probably mccaffrey and then um tyreek hill probably that'd be my top three right now yeah that's probably a good choice like tyreek i it's hard to see tyreek getting if he doesn't get two thousand yards and it would take a monster two games um uh, these last couple games and he they play the ravens defense next week so I that, don't could really that could be a shootout that could be a good uh you know a lot of passing in that game. Yeah, the Ravens. It's I. It's hard to score against Baltimore's defense, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you agree with my uh, assessment there? Yo, for without question, yes. Um, Christian McCaffrey's because Brock Purdy's out of it now. Christian McCaffrey's an interesting one because they play Washington this week. Washington has the worst defense in the league by like a vast majority of metrics. He could have a monster game. He has 20, I think he has like 22, 21 touchdowns this year, uh-huh. passing and receiving. If Christian McCaffrey goes off these last couple of games, I would give it to him just because at some point stats matter. And I think Lamar has played better than his stats would indicate this season. But like at, at a certain juncture, like numbers do matter. Like I think every MVP for the past like decade has, it, has had at least 30 touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, barring a historic last two games in which he throws 11 touchdowns in two games, Lamar is not going to get there. Um, Josh, Josh Allen's another one that people are throwing out there. I just think this might not be fair. I just think, the, I just don't think the bills record will be good enough. I, I, um, I think every, no MVP, no quarterback has ever won MVP with more than five losses. I think the most, the most losses by an MVP quarterback, was Matt Ryan in 2016 when the Falcons went 11 and five. The Bills are nine and six. So it'd be the most losses by a quarterback. Um, I understand that's not fair using wins losses, but I think that it does matter. So Lamar has the stats argument against him. Allen has the wins argument against him. Right now, I'd, I'd say Lamar's the front runner based on the Ravens are the best team in the league right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played really well regardless of what the numbers say, but if Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey could score like five touchdowns on Sunday. Um, I think it could be him. It's between those two at this point. I would agree. And and just to wrap up this segment, uh, another sleeper I throw out there, maybe a quarterback who could vault himself into that top group. Who's been playing great this year, very underrated season, Jared Goff. Jared Goff has been playing great this year. He has. um, He's had a couple bad games, though. Yeah. Second half of the year, like the game against the Packers was not good. He did not play well against the Bears a a few weeks ago. Um, It's if he like, I don't know, man, like the Lions, they they, will get to them in a bit. They play the Cowboys on primetime on Saturday. Huge game. If he goes off that game, I don't know. I think Goff will need like his like a monster last two games to mm-hmm. even be in the discussion at this point. Yeah, yeah, just throwing that out there. But uh, yeah, well, but, keep know. an eye on for sure. Mm-hmm. Moving on to our uh, our recap for Week 16, 
Uh, we're going to start off with the Ravens and 49ers matchup that was a very, very surprising result to both of us. Um, you, I think you picked the Ravens, didn't you? I did pick the Ravens, but I did not expect Sam Darnold to be playing at the end of the game. That's for yeah. sure. And I picked the 49ers, and of course, the one time I picked them, they just lay an egg, so yeah, that's how it works. But uh, yeah, overall, I don't know if there's a whole lot to analyze here. I do know that, like, I guess my number one takeaway from this game would be that, okay, the Ravens are the best team in the league right now. Yes. yes. Like second. I, know, I know we keep going back and forth between the you know, 49ers. They are, they, they aren't. But I think right now, you cannot say after that performance that the 49ers are still the best. After being oh, oh, no. blown out, you know, I think the Baltimore is clearly the favorite right now. And they are – they're the combination of offense, defense, special teams, and how all of those three phases are playing for them, I feel like it's they're playing better than anybody else in, in football. So I think they are clearly the best team in, in the league, and uh, they've got Miami – and they've got um, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. So they should yeah. go two and zero. They should. Um, I would hope that they would at least go one and one. But um, yeah, they're they're the best team in football, and they're the favorite definitely right now in the AFC. I mean, it's hard to disagree. I mean, I I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, they've managed. I really I had some major worries when they lost Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. They've managed well without him. I gotta tell you, like you could, you hardly notice he's not there. Isaiah likely has really stepped up in the passing game. Zay Flowers has been terrific. Obviously, Lamar's there. Their defense, I think, is the best in football. But I think this game also showed that the NFC. I think the last couple of weeks, people have kind of penciled in the 49ers to be the mm-hmm. NFC representative in the Super Bowl. I think the NFC is a lot more wide open than people think. This game mm-hmm. kind of showed because the Niners. As talented as they are, they have a, a major flaw is that they really struggle to play from behind. Um, and the, it, it's been a trend there throughout Kyle Shanahan's entire tenure. There was a stat that said Kyle Shanahan, I forget the exact record, is like three and like he, he's like he has a terrible record when the Niners are trailing going into the fourth quarter, Be- largely because throughout his tenure, the Niners have never had an elite quarterback. And Brock Purdy is the best quarterback he's had. It showed that, like, I'm not going to say use this one game to say Brock Purdy's terrible because he's been very good this year. Yeah. But, like, if you you can do that to him, he'll have games like that because he is a limited quarterback physically. Um, And the Ravens defense did exactly what they needed to do. Like, they, they took, they largely took Debo Samuel out of the game. George Kittle had a big game, but, like, you know, it didn't really hurt them. Um, they, they took Ayuk out for the most part. So, like, when you take at least one or two of those weapons out of the game, Purdy's just not the same quarterback. Um, and it shows, like, if you're, if you're a team like the Eagles or the Lions or even the Cowboys, hell, even the Rams watching this game, you got to feel at least a little good that you can, like, have a shot in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I still think the 49ers at this at this very moment are the best team in the conference mm-hmm. because their pedigree. I mean, they've had so many dominating wins, but I, I think there's more flaws. This notion that they had no flaws, I think, was kind of disputed in this game. I think the Ravens 
Now, none of those defenses are as good as the Ravens, but the Ravens gave a, a blueprint of how you can slow down that offense. They scored 12 points when the game was in doubt. I mean, they threw four interceptions. I just think the I just think there's um I just that's kind of like my major takeaway there. They've had a very difficult schedule lately. So like who San Francisco? Yeah, they faced uh Philadelphia, Dallas. Uh well Dallas is was way earlier than Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um who else have they played? They played I mean the more... last couple of games, like they has have not been overly like the Cardinals last week, they played the Seahawks. I mean, the, the Philadelphia, but Philadelphia's defense is nowhere nearly as good as Baltimore's, mm-hmm. despite their personnel. Um, so I think their three-game losing streak also kind of gave – I mean, the Bengals did a good job. And the Bengals' defense has been bad this year, but they slowed down that offense. I just think there's 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 ways that, that the Niners can be beat, and the Ravens showed that in this game. Oh, yep, I agree. Um, other than that, not much to take away. Mm-hmm. Um I think Brock Purdy is a system quarterback. Um, so he's going to have to prove some people wrong these last few weeks into the playoffs. Mm-hmm, for sure. So I mean, if, if, if you take all these weapons, what is Brock Purdy? Like, yeah. You know, that's a, that's a good point. Um, I don't know, man. I still think he's a solid quarterback. I think he's an above average quarterback. Um, but he was the, the MVP talk was ridiculous. Yeah. That should, that should be put to rest now for a yeah. while. Moving on to our second. A um, did you have any more to add from this particular game? Nope, I'm good. All right, moving on to a, another game on Christmas Day, a very surprising result. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, who are somehow still alive and can mathematically win the AFC West, yes, <laughs> that correctly, uh, beat the Kansas City Chiefs 20 to 14 despite not completing a pass for the last three quarters of the game. Um, Credit to the Raiders, but I, it's pretty obvious. This game was more about the Chiefs and their ineptitude offensively. And it's been an issue for quite some time, you know. Mm-hmm. And earlier this season, they, they got off to the 6-1 and one start. Their offense was 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 not, you know, outstanding. It was not, like, the best in the league by any stretch. But it was still, like, an above-average offense, a good offense. They were scoring a respectable amount of points. Then they had that game against the Broncos back in week eight. If you remember that game, they get blown out by the Broncos. Yep. Uh, they don't score a single offensive touchdown in that game. And they've been three and five since that game. They're, they they were six and one, and they're now nine and six. Um, like I said, they can math. math. There's a possibility that they don't even win that division. What's going on with it? We, we've talked about many times how bad their receivers are. But I mean, Patrick Mahomes had his worst, the worst game that I've, one of the worst games I've ever seen him play in this one. What's going on with the Chiefs? And is there any way they can fix this? I mean, any way they can at least, like, you know, yeah, get uh, back to competency on offense so they have a fighter's chance in the playoffs? Yeah. So I think for a while we were, we were both saying that, you know, it's the receivers, it's, you know, no, lack of weapons, it's, it's this, that, and the other. But, I think this week was the first week we've really seen that it's also Patrick Mahomes. This is the worst stretch he's had in his career. Um, One of the worst stretches. So I think Patrick is also struggling a little bit. Um, You know, he he made some inexplicable throws like that pick six. Just, I don't know why he's throwing that out route. You know, that receiver had like 
an inch of separation. So like, I think his decision making is off a little bit and that's not all his fault because he doesn't trust his receivers. Uh, so he's indecisive. And I also think the offensive line is getting mauled. Um, yeah. Their, their they, tackles are not good. They face a good defensive line, mind you, but uh, I, I think the chiefs of old wouldn't have had these issues. And I do think, you know, this week they, they play the Bengals, which we'll preview in a bit, but I think that that could be a get right game, like get back to an, an average offense, you know, uh, because the Bengals defense is not the Raiders defense. So we'll see, we'll see what's to come with that. But I think these issues are going to be here to stay for at least till the end of the season, to be honest. I mean, there's no way they can fix it all. Yeah. They are the chiefs, but I just think there's too many issues on offense specifically uh, for them to completely fix. So I don't know if you're on the same page there. Oh, yeah, I tend to agree there. I mean, this, I kind of feel bad for the Chiefs' defense. The Chiefs' defense is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're in this game, too. But, like, they're off. I agree. Like, they're, it's weeks. It's week six. It's going to be weeks. It's actually week 17. It starts tonight. The Browns play the Jets tonight. Week 17, and their offense has gotten worse throughout the season. It's not gotten better. It's gotten worse. And I just think it's just not their – I kind of get the sense that it's just not their year. You know, I, they'll obviously upgrade the receivers in the offseason. Um, so they'll they'll make corrections there, and they'll probably be right back in the thick of things next year. Um, so part of me says it's not their year. The other part of me says that, like, until I see them officially eliminated, I can't fully count them out. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's kind of like the, the Patriots all those years. Like, mm-hmm. you know – that the year they the year they beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, their last Super Bowl, 2018, like they did not have a great regular season that year. Believe that they were like they were like seven and six at one point that season, and they went on to win the Super Bowl. So that's that's kind of like teams that have such high pedigree and the ability to win in the playoffs. Like you can't fully count them out, but I just don't understand how they're going to score points. Like like what are they? Unless I think if for the Chiefs to make a run. Patrick Mahomes has to be like superhuman um, to like fully elevate I me. Mean, obviously he's not going to play as bad as he did in this game. Like he needs to be like perfect if they want a chance to make a playoff run. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl this year. I, I think they were my pick. I stuck with them throughout most of the year. I'm kind of rescinding that at the moment. I, I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl. I think they can win a playoff game. They can maybe, maybe, maybe make the AFC championship game. Maybe. Um, that might even be a stretch. I, I don't think they'll be in Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58. Uh, I think Baltimore is a better chance. I think th- this is insane. I've been low on the ball here. I, I'd give the Bills a better chance. Dolphins oh. even. Um, so, like, so these issues aren't, will not be corrected. It's too late in the year, but I cannot fully count this team out yeah they're going to be a team that they're going to obviously most likely be on the road for the first playoff game they're going to be uh, a team that you don't want to play though like you don't, you're not going to want to face the chiefs you know yeah in that situation um so anything can happen but um yeah I, i'm in a full full agreement there so hopefully they, they uh get in the draft and draft some some stud wide receivers, so or free agency. By the way, they'll win, they'll they'll likely win their division, so they'll host one playoff game, and they'll probably have to go on the road after that. Yeah. So. Moving on to our uh, third uh, recap matchup 
of the week, uh, arguably the game of the week. Um, it was one of the games of the week. It was the Dolphins and the Cowboys. Um, I got this pick wrong again. <laughs> Every time I pick the Cowboys, they lose. Yeah. Uh, and it was, you know, they almost pulled it out. This would have been a huge win for them. Uh, it was a huge win for Miami instead. Um, but I think this game was pretty predictable in how it went. You know, it was close. Both teams up and down on offense. I thought it was going to be a shootout. I predicted 38-35. But, you know, both defenses stepped up a little bit. Um, and I think Miami's defense is playing at a very high level right now, like kind of like quietly. Like the, you don't necessarily think of them being a top five, def- top 10 defense even, but I would argue that they are right now. Um, so I, I'll let you go ahead and take it from here, Owen. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game and your prospects for both teams going forward? Well, yep. Well, I picked the Cowboys to lose and they lost. Um, and it kind of feels like it's Groundhog's Day with them losing a road game, a big road game. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of shows, like, for, though, for these teams moving forward, the Cowboys, this is why I'll never fully buy into them, games like this. And they, they easily could have won this game, but the first drive in the game shows why they are who they are. They drive right down the field. They have the ball at the one-yard line. And they fumble a handoff and they don't get any points like that. That shit, excuse my, excuse my language. That stuff just, just doesn't really happen to other teams, but when it happens to Dallas, it's like, Oh, well, it's not that surprising. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just their offensive line. They were missing. They did not have uh, the offensive line was um, banged up in this game. They did not have Tyron Smith. Yeah. I do not believe Zach Martin played. Uh, so those are two best offensive linemen. And it showed Dak Prescott was under pressure throughout the, the vast majority of the game. Um, their defense did a decent job. Like the Dolphins, they held the Dolphins and now in the red zone, they lar- the Jason Sanders was the player of this game, kicked five field goals, including the game winner. Um, so the Cowboys defense was not great, but they 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 kind of kept them in it. Uh, obviously, they 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 came up short on the game winning drive. But I think the Dolphins kind of overturned some narratives. Like they beat a team with a winning record, their first their first one of the year. Um, by the way, if they win this week, I think the perception of the Dolphins will change massively. Oh yeah, uh, we'll get to that here in a bit. Um, so the Dolphins kind of think silenced some critics, while the critics of the Cowboys, I think, were justified here. Just losing another road game to a good team. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think the Cowboys, despite this? Do you think they could make a run in the playoffs? Do you think either of these te- two teams could at least make it to the conference championship? Yes, they. I, I could see them both doing that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could see our Cowboys 49ers rematch in the, in the NFC side. You could see Miami, uh, Buffalo, something like that. But yeah. or or Miami, uh, Baltimore, something like that. But um, oh yeah, I could see. I'm not. I'm not panicking on the Cowboys for sure. I mean, they've got a home game this week. Um, and we know how they play at home versus on the road. Miami goes on. Oh, yeah, it's insane. So, no, I'm I'm still locked in with both of these teams. Yeah, like the Cowboys, I'm not writing them off. Um, but, like, I think there's valid concerns with them as a road team because there's a decent chance they don't win the division, which means they'll likely have to be on the road 
in all their playoff games. Um, because <laughs> Phil, the Eagles overtook the division, but with the win over the Giants, like I like the Dolphins, man. I just they they just this core of players has never done anything in the playoffs. They never really had the chance to. Um, so it's it, it will be interesting to see how they do there. Um, but yeah, like I think I'm not giving up on on the Cowboys, and I feel better about the Dolphins than I did. Even though I picked them to win this game, I feel better than about them than I did even the last the last episode we just recorded. Agreed. I'm right there with you. All right. Moving on to our uh, Player of the Week uh, awards segment. Um, we're each going to give our our standout performance of the week. Oh, and I'll have you start off on this one. Who, who stood out to you this week? I mean – I got to go with Amari Cooper uh, just had an absolutely monster game against the Texans. I'm pulling up his stat line right now. Um, Amari Cooper against the Texans, 11 catches, 265 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's probably one of the more underrated wide receivers in the league. He's been really good for a long time. Uh, just, just an absolutely monster performance in this game. Um, Browns played the Browns are one of the craziest stories in the league uh, with, with Joe Flacco, the way he's played, they played tonight against the jets. I fully expect them to win that game and, uh, clinch a playoff berth. So what a season the Browns have had. I think both of us, both of us predicted them to finish last in their division. Yeah. And here they are 10 and five and likely to make the playoffs. Yeah. And I think Amari has been resurrected by good quarterback plays. So. Yes, um, I think this who, is knew, who knew that Joe Joe Flacco would be the one to uh, unleash Amari Cooper. Yeah, uh, I'm no offense to them, but Dorian Thompson Robinson and PJ Walker were not going to do this for him. No, <laughs> that was not happening. Joe Flacco is playing at an elite level right now. So, um, my player of the week uh, is going to be. I'm going to go with Lamar. My okay. my, yeah. my my number one was Amari, but you took it. So. Uh, I believe Lamar had like 200 plus yards passing, two touchdowns. Um, and, he, you know, he's just, he's playing at MVP, te- MVP type level right now, like we, we uh, harped on uh, at the beginning of the episode. But, um, you know, if you take him off that team, what are the Ravens? They're probably a borderline playoff team. Um, so he, he's my player of the week. And, uh, I expect him to keep playing like like this going forward. Yeah, I do too. I mean, that's a great choice. I mean, he did what he did that against probably a top three defense in the league, mm-hmm. arguably the best defense in the league going into that game. Um, a lot of studs in that 49ers defense, and he was the best player in the field by a considerable margin in that game. No so that's a great choice there. No doubt about it. Moving on to our Week 17 preview, uh, we're going to preview three three marquee matchups this week. For this week, um, like like Owen said, uh, the the kicks off with the Browns and Jets tonight. Should be a good game, um, but we we both expect the Browns to win. Uh, but our first matchup is the Lions and the Cowboys. Huge game, you know. Both teams playing well right now. Uh, even even with the Cowboys losing last week, I still think they played well and they still should be formidable. Um, and the Lions coming off a win against the Vikings. Um, Owen, I'll have you start off with this one. 
give me your thoughts on the game, some analysis, and your pick. All right. So I'm kind of I've been kind of consistent. I've been, I've picked about I've picked against the Cowboys uh, quite a bit this year. Um, and this is an interesting game because it's two very similar teams. I think very evenly matched teams. By the way, congratulations to the Lions for winning the NFC North for the first time since I believe 1991. They said um, so. Big big strides made for that organization. Um, this is an interesting game. I think here's what I think will happen. I think the Cowboys do favor up do uh match up favorably here because they're back at home where they have not lost at home since week one of last season. Uh, so that's something working in their favor. And another thing working in their favor is their their defense, their um defensive front against Jared Goff. And I think both of us like Jared Goff, but one issue that he has is dealing with a good pass rush. Mm-hmm. So it's Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence and all their guys up front. Now, the Lions have a great offensive line, so this will not be easy to do. But if they can win their matchups up front and get Goff off his spot, they the Lions' offense is nowhere near the same. It really slows down, slows them down. And with that said, the Lions' defense, despite their success this year, has not been good. Uh, got off to a decent start, but they have not been good for two months now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dak... In the cat in the offense, they could score. I think they could easily score thirty points in this game, if not more. Um, mm-hmm. They're averaging forty points per game at home, and um, against this defense that I mean, the defense they gave up three hundred passing yards to Nick Mullins last week. Now they intercepted him four times, but they gave up three hundred yards in that game. Just imagine what Dak and C.D. Lamb and uh, Brandon Cooks can do to them. You know what I mean? Or, so. Yeah. I think the Cowboys will get back on track. I think they'll win this game. Um, I think the Lions can do some things. Like like I said, their offensive line. I think the biggest factor will be the Lions' offensive line against the Cowboys' pass rush. Uh, if the if the Cowboys win that matchup, I I find it difficult to see them losing this game. Um, but if the Lions' offensive line holds up, I think they'll have a chance. Despite that, I'm going to take Dallas. Dallas 35, Detroit 24. You know what? I'm I'm in full agreement with you there. And my gut is telling me to pick the Cowboys. So I'm going to stick with my gut here. And I like the way that you laid it out. I think, you know, home game. Um, we've seen how they played on offense at home. I don't think the Lions defense is the type of defense to lock them out. Like, you know, even Miami did. Um, but you're, you're right. I, I, could, I see this as a bounce back game for Dak. Uh, CD, uh, they could get the run game going a little bit. I know the Lions run game, run defense has been good this year, um, but this should be an air raid type of day for the Cowboys. And as for the Lions, they need to have more of a balanced approach than the Cowboys do um, with their run game. And that's what they should do is just stick with the run and only let Jared God throw when he, when he has to. Um, third, third down situations. So, uh, that's the formula for them. Um, I do think they're going to keep it somewhat close. Um, and I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys 30 and the Lions 23. All right. That's a pretty good prediction there. And as for what's on the line, the Lions have already won their division. So all they're playing for is seeding. The Cowboys 
if they lose this game, like they basically have no chance to win the division, essentially. Mm-hmm. Actually, unless the Eagles lose out, which they play the Cardinals and the Giants. So I don't see that happening. So that's kind of what's at stake in this one. The Eagles are playing the Giants again. Wow. Yeah, they, they play them week 18. <clears throat> okay. that They should go 2 0 there. I would expect them to. Yeah. Um, Moving on to what I think is the most exciting match of this week, uh, the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Miami Dolphins, the top, as it stands now, the top two seeds in the AFC. Um, The Dolphins coming off a heat, they're easily their biggest win of the year, beating the Cowboys. Like I said, their first win over a winning team this year. Mm -hmm. I think, honestly, as I said, both teams coming off their most impressive wins of the year. So both will be riding high into this game. The game is in Baltimore. If I is that correct? Yep. Okay. Yep. So the Ravens do have home field advantage there. I gotta tell you, man, if the Dolphins win this game, they will they will shut a lot of people up. Um mm-hmm. with that said, I don't expect them to because I think the Ravens defense can rattle Tua. Um like look what the Ravens defense did to the 49ers offense and Purdy. I think they can do a similar thing to Tua. Because the the Dolphins have similar weapons. I mean, obviously they have Tyreek, they have Waddle, um, Mostert has scored twenty one touchdowns this year. But I think Tyreek is kind of what makes that offense go. And if the Ravens can take Tyreek Hill out of this game, and it, it won't be, be, you'll have to double him. You'll have to put uh, Marlon hum, Marlon Humphrey on him. Use either Kyle Hamilton. Use Kyle Hamilton as kind of like safety help or Marcus Williams as safety help. Mm-hmm. Um, despite how good Waddle and Mostert are, like I, we, the Dolphins offense we've seen in games like, like Tyreek is left with injury, the Titans game a few weeks ago, they're not the same without him. And if Jalen, if you have just as good as Jalen Waddle is, like if you can make Jalen Waddle, if Jalen Waddle is the guy that has to beat you, so be it. Um, mm-hmm. The Dolphins defense has gotten significantly better since <laughs> Jalen Ramsey uh came back from injury so like it will present some challenges to Lamar in the offense I think this would be a relatively low scoring game because it's two good defenses one great defense in Baltimore one good defense in Miami um mm-hmm. actually Miami's been a great defense for a month now so I'll call call them two great defenses mm-hmm. um but I just think Baltimore has more ways to beat Miami's defense because Lamar can create some problems um, with with his legs. Uh, the Dolphins' pass rush is not as elite without without Jalen Phillips. Bradley Chubb's been good this year, um, but I think Lamar is so good at evading the rush, um, he can kind of neutralize that. He's a much better athlete than the Dolphins got an immense pressure on Dak last week. Lamar's a much better athlete than Dak, so he can he can evade the rush. He can create on his own there. Um, I like the Ravens in this one, but I think the Dolphins will make it tough on them. Um, the Ravens, their priority defensively has got to be Tyree Hill. Um, they got to take him out, and if they can, they can find success. They can get pressure on Tua. The Dolphins' offensive line is nothing special. Um, it'll be I, I'm going to go with Ravens 20, Dolphins 16. Uh, it'll be a low-scoring game, um, but I think the Ravens will just barely pull it out in the end. Because I think Lamar will make enough plays to get it done. Okay. An unexpected defensive game there. Um, 
Hmm. Part of me wants to uh, go out on a limb and pick pick the Dolphins and what would be an, an upset here, but I'm just a lot more confident in Baltimore, um, and I know what I'm going to get from them. I feel like at times you don't know what you're going to what you're going to get from the Dolphins on the road. Um, so I, I'm in agreement with you there. Um, I think that I'm trying to think like. You're right. The Ravens have more ways to beat you. Um, but what way are they going to lean on this in, in this game? Because last week it was mostly in the passing game. Um, can can the Ravens attack Miami secondary like they did the 49ers? You know, that's yeah. the, that's the question here. And my, Miami is a much better secondary than San Francisco does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. So, like, do we see some more run? Maybe, you know, some more – QB run game type stuff. Um, and I know what we, and I think I know what we're going to get from the Miami offense. You know, they're going to be pass first. Well, actually, they've been kind of run first this year. But when we think of Miami, we think of them as being pass first. Um, yeah. So I do think the, I like the way you said it. The Ravens have more ways to beat you. And I trust their defense a little bit more than I do Miami's defense. So um, I'm going to go with, and they have the ultimate X factor in Justin Tucker. So, I'm going to go with uh, Baltimore, 28, Miami, 25. All right. So we're both taking the Ravens there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not picking against them. Yes. It's hard to pick against them right now, uh, despite the Dolphins also being a very good team and coming off a huge win. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to our last game, a game that looked a lot better at the beginning of the year than it does now, an AFC championship rematch between the Chiefs and the Bengals. Um, the Chiefs. Coming at nine and six, if they win this game, they clinch the division. The Bengals barely alive for the playoffs. I think they managed what they could without Joe Burrow, but the getting they got blown out by the Steelers last week really hurt their playoff hopes. Um, so they're just kind of playing. To, I think they're just kind of playing uh, for the role of spoiler here in this game. Uh, huge game for the Chiefs because if they lose this one, I don't know what to say. Um, I'll let you start on this one. Like, give your pick. Who do you think is going to win? And what are some uh, matchups you're looking at? Okay, so my first read on this game is that, okay, come on. Like, this is the Chiefs at home. This is – they're coming off uh, a loss, uh, not playing well. Okay, is this going to be the game that they wake up a little bit? And I want to believe that that's going to happen, but I'm just not sure. I'm not sold on it yet. Um <clears throat> and I don't think the Bengals are a horrible team. They're they're a decent team. Um, so are the Bengals a little bit better than the Raiders? I don't know. I don't think that's a given. I think they're evenly matched teams. They have a much better offense, even with Jake Browning. But yeah, but you know the Ra- the Raiders have better defense than the than the Bengals. So I I just this game is hard to read. Um, I do think the Chiefs pose a lot of problems for the Bengals offense. Um, but I. Don't know if they're going to be able to shut them out because the Bengals have more weapons than the Raiders do. So, um, I don't know. This game is a toss-up to me. Um, I, I think the Chiefs need to get back to running the ball more and focus on the run more because clearly the passing game isn't working. Um, I, I know Pacheco's kind of banged up right now. Uh, he didn't play the full snap share last week. Um, you saw a lot of McKinnon, a lot of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. You saw, and then you saw some Pacheco. Um, 
he scored on that on that trick play. But yeah. they need to focus on the run more because clearly something in their offense is not work. Their passing game is not working right now. So if if it's broke, you got to fix it. You know. So yeah, I I think that Mahomes will cut down on the turnovers, but I don't know if he's gonna run the ball. And I, I uh. I think this is going to be a defensive game for sure. Um, so I, I just don't think the Bengals are going to come on the road and beat the chiefs. Okay. So I'm going to go with the chiefs to win this one in a tight game, defensive game, uh, 17 to 16. The chiefs, okay. the chiefs win. 17. That's a decent pick considering how good the chiefs defense is now mediocre. The chiefs offense has been, um, if Joe Burrow was playing this game, I look at it a lot differently. Uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow is not playing in this game, unfortunately. I think the Chiefs get back on track in terms of them winning the game, but I don't think it's going to be one of those like, oh, their offense goes out and scores 32 points. It's not going to be one of those, despite how – I mean, the Bengals' defense made Mason Rudolph look like Dan Marino last week. It was insane. Um <laughs> I think Mahomes Mahomes will play much better in this game. I expect him to. I it's a tough one to look at because it is you, you, the Chiefs should win the game. I mean, the Bengals are playing on the road with a backup quarterback. They might not have. There's a decent chance they don't have Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. uh, so that kind of spells some issues. But like like I said, who do the Chiefs have offensively? Like. Besides Mahomes, I mean, the Travis Kelsey is still very good, but he's not. I think he's slowed down this year. Mm-hmm. They have no wide receivers that scare me. Rasheed Rice is fine. He's been good as a rookie, but like he's not someone that like opposing teams fans like worry about at least yet. It's an interesting game because like I think the Chiefs are going to win. I- I'll-, I'll throw that out there. But like, is- what type of game is it going to be? Like a game where like their offense has a coming out party, like yes, this is the offense we're going to have in the playoffs, or is it going to be like a low-scoring, ugly defensive slugfest? I think it'll be closer to the latter. I think they'll be better offensively. I think they'll – but I don't think it's going to be a point where Chiefs fans watch the game like, yes, our offense is back. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to win this game because of their defense, and they've won a decent amount of games this year because of their defense. Because um, I think the Chiefs' defense can shut down Jake Browning. Um, their corners, Trent McDuffie – and Legereus Sneed have been outstanding this year. Mm-hmm. So they can, they can take T Higgins out of the game. I, I trust they could neutralize T Higgins. Um, they could neutralize Tyler Boyd. Uh, they could slow down Joe Mixon in the running game because their running defense is not as good as their passing defense, but it's still been pretty good. Uh, the Bengals offensive line as it usually is, is not good. So they can get pressure on Browning. I'm going to say the chiefs win this game 23 to 10. Um, I think it's going to be a full case of a backup quarterback because Jake Browning has largely exceeded expectations this year, but it's going to be a classic case of a backup quarterback playing on the road against a really good defense mm-hmm. and an offense like the chiefs offense will do just enough um, to win here. So I'm going to go chiefs 23 Bengals 10, but it, it will not change my opinion of Kansas city moving forward. I uh, Yeah, I agree on that. This is not that, that needle moving game. No at all. And they play the Chargers after that. They can win that game by 50, and I wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to show something to us in the playoffs. So Exactly, exactly. Yep. 
All right. So our, for our last segment here, uh, after we wrap up our week 17 preview is our buy or sell. I have three buyer, four, scratch that, four buy or sell questions. See if we agree or disagree. I'll just get that right off the bat. So buy or sell, Joe Flacco can take the Browns to the AFC championship game or better this year. <laughs> That's just a crazy statement. Um, yeah. AFC championship minimum. Um, hmm. I'm going to sell. I'm not <laughs> quite there yet. Um, I do think they're going to be competitive in every single game they play in. Um, I just think whatever team they come up against in that, that semifinal game, you know, is going to be a quality team like Buffalo, maybe something like that. Um, and I don't know if Flacco is going to be able to outduel that quarterback. Yeah. As, as well as he's been playing, you know. So I'm going to sell for now. I'm also going to sell. Like, it's a great story. Like, if you told me at the beginning of the year that Joe Flacco would play, let alone play like he has, um, I would I would have told you you're nuts. But I'm going to sell. I think they could maybe win a playoff game. I don't think they could win two. I don't think they could beat, you know, if they play Jacks, the Jaguars in the first round. But by the way, the Jaguars, my God, Buttery. what the, what the hell, man, what is going on there? Uh, yeah. Yikes. Um, they've been a major disappointment this year. Uh, they could beat the Jaguars. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they could do anything beyond that. I just think their defense is great, but like, I think they, they do have limits offensively against a good defense. Joe Flacco's thrown 10 touchdowns this year. He's also thrown seven interceptions in four games. Not ideal. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to sell. Um, but like I said, that's a great story for sure. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the next one. The Rams should be the team that nobody wants to play in the NFC playoffs. Buy or sell? Uh, I'm going to buy. I mean, there's more teams besides them that you don't want to play, but um, they're like, they're a team that I could definitely see them beating the 49ers, you know, if they came up against them. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to buy that. I think their offense is very hard to, to defend right now be with their receivers and just Matt Stafford playing at an elite level as well. So I'm going to buy that. Um, I do think they played like some middle of the road teams in the last two weeks. So maybe it's a little bit of that, but they're they're playing at a high level right now. Yeah, I'm gonna buy too. Like, I, if I'm a because if I'm a division winner, possibly the Lions, possibly the Eagles, I would not be like excited to see the Rams in my first playoff game. But the way Matthew Stafford's been playing mm-hmm. ever since he's come back from injury, obviously they have great weapons with Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, and Kyron Williams is a thousand yard rusher. McVeigh is a great coach. That that team could that team could win a playoff game for sure. I don't know if they can make the Super Bowl. I don't know if they can win three playoff games on the road, but they're a team that I would not be super stoked to play. Um, so I'm going to buy on that. So I think we're both in agreement there yep. that if you're if you're a Lions fan and you see the Rams as your first of all you're playing against your former quarterback. Second of all, like how excited are you for that? You know they won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. They've been playing really well as of late. I don't know, man. Like, they're not a team that I would be super st- thrilled to play against. 
Yeah, and the, the um, defense is the type of defense that the Rams shred. Oh, without question, because they they're 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 not one dimensional. They have a great passing game and they have a great running game too. Yep. Yep. All right. Next one is um, the Eagles win over the Giants. Gave you some confidence. Re, re uh, restored some confidence in them. Buy or sell? Sell. Uh, because. After the game, I watched the uh, like the players' press conferences by their lockers, and yeah. Devontae Smith was one of the players that they were the media was talking to, and he said he said something along the lines of this game we're not playing well. Like even though we won the game, we are just not playing to our standard and, and our our level. And that right there said it all to me that even the players they're not they they acknowledge that they're not playing well right now and. That's kind of concerning because they played a lousy Giants team um, who's been, you know, a little bit better than we've expected lately, but they're not the team that should be in games with the Eagles. So I'm going to sell right now. Yeah, I'm also going to sell. I mean, I think there were some good things. They scored 33 points on offense in that game. Jalen Hurts played better. Um, He threw a weird pick six that, you know, wasn't really his fault. Dallas Goddard, like, fell down. Uh, weird play. Um, defensively, they were okay. I mean, they only allowed like 10 points realistically because they had that fumble on a kick return. They had the pick six. Um, but I'm also going to sell. I mean, that game should not have been close. You know, that that should have been a blowout. Um, but I, I think they could, I think they could, they could absolutely, they're absolutely capable of winning the NFC um, still, even uh, after we saw from San Francisco on Monday night, but, but as for now, I'm going to sell. We'll see how they play these last two games against pretty lousy opponents in Arizona and the Giants again. Yeah, if, if the Eagles matched up with the 49ers today, again, I would pick the 49ers. I would also pick the 49ers, but we'll see how these last two weeks go. Yep. Um, last one, buy or sell. Um, the Panth... Jeez. Oh, I, I kind of lost here. Oh, um, the Bears should trade Justin Fields in the offseason, buy or sell. Trade him for, like, a so, pick? So, as of right now, the Bears have the first overall pick yeah. um, from the Panthers. Yeah. So, which means they'll be in position to draft Caleb Williams or Drake May. Mm-hmm. The Bears should do one of three things. Trade that pick to keep Justin Fields, which I think would be stupid, but – Keep Fields as a backup, which I also think would be kind of stupid, or trade him. I I am buying that. I think they need to trade him. Uh, I yeah. This one's not too hard. This is probably the easiest one. Um, yeah. I I, I think it pains me to say it because I like Justin Fields. I root for him um, because I like his skill set, and I could think. I just I think he could help another team and. I don't know. I don't think the Bears organization is right for him. Um, no. So, I and I by no means is his career over right now. I just I think that they need to start from scratch and retool the offense a little bit around a different quarterback. You know, Caleb Williams has a similar skill set to Fields, but not. I mean, he does not have the running ability that that Fields has. Um, so close. No. They need to you know shape the offense around Caleb because I mean that's. If they get, like you said, they have the number one pick, they're going to draft him. Like it's yeah, either him or Marvin Harrison Jr. That's what I see. If they keep fields, they could still 
They, they that, that was part of my first question, like draft Marvin Harrison over Caleb Williams or May and keep Justin Fields. Yeah, I just see the, the first scenario playing out more. So I'll, I'll buy yeah, that. Yeah, I'm also going to buy. I, I think uh, he'll be playing his last couple of games with the Bears. And I think they should because I think Fields can be a quality starter um, in the NFL. I don't think he'll ever be a great player, but I think he'd be a, an okay player. Um, I think he could be an upgrade for teams like Atlanta or Pittsburgh or the Patriots even. Um, mm-hmm. But I just think Caleb Williams is a, is a much better option than Justin. Um, so I'm also going to buy this. I think he'll be – he has two games left of the Bears and he will be traded in the offseason. That was a really good, really good question there. I like that a lot. All right. That should wrap it up for this week's episode. Yep. Uh, it was, uh, it was, I, I really enjoyed this. So um, we, we should, we're in the home stretch here of the uh, NFL season and uh, uh, it should be an interesting last few weeks. Without question. All right. Good talking to you. We'll see you next time.